So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. Welcome to the David Spizak Show. I am sitting here on the show floor in Dallas, Texas, the NADA convention, and I have the pleasure and honor to be sitting next to Doug Arrow. And Doug, thank you first and foremost for taking the time to join me. Doug is the president of Longo Toyota, which is only the largest dealership in the country, right? Yes. Thank you, David. It's in the world? Well, we think so. Right? I think it might. I think it's the largest in the world. And, and so I've been looking forward to this conversation for a lot of reasons, Doug, because you have been a leader for years in terms of volume and service and staffing. I mean, think about, think about every time you hear a dealership talk about how tough it is to get staffing in their store with an average employee count of 60. How many employees do you have, Doug? About 550. Just the 550. But so it's an absolute pleasure to be with you. So Doug, let me start with this. So you're actually on the Techion platform, right? Yes, we are. We just had our one-year anniversary, as a matter of fact, this week. Okay, that's awesome because I'm I'm fascinated. I'm such a huge fan of what Jay and Napo and their team have created here. The technology is, needless to say, best in class, needless to say, incredibly innovative. What I'm really interested in is, and I think what dealers would like to know is, how does that translate in practical applications? So let's just start with this. What have been some of, some of the differences in the last year as you look back in terms of how you're able to do business, whether it's associate of proficiency, whether it's how happy they are to do their job because maybe it's easier or, or any other advancements that you've been able to realize since you've been on the platform? What's that been like? Yeah, thank you, David. I think as I look at you know the one year we've now been with Techion, really, I would say there's three key areas that it's helped us the most. It's helped us everywhere, but I think first and foremost, service, our service department, right? Where we do our most transactions, we're servicing about 350 to 400 cars a day. So within that, there's a lot of opportunity for efficiency and it's helped us gain that. So from day one, we were able to go paperless. Paperless was never a goal per se, but you know, it's a lot of, we'd use a lot of paper. It's helpful. But what you have within that is, right, you have the, an easier write-up for our customer. So we're getting them out the car. We're not walking them back to a desk. It's all about speed. It's all about time. That repair order now is electronically dispatched, which, you know, I, my biggest concern going up, you know, changing DMS and going to an electronic dispatch, frankly, was, you know, we have 80 technicians and we want to make sure they're happy. Yes. Right. And they're engaged with it. And from day one, they have been. I think that's been the biggest win. So that workflow is moving much faster through our shop. And at the end of the day, the customers are, are seeing opportunities for anything their car needs right on their phone. They're able to accept any recommendations and they're able to get in and get out and pay very quickly. Right. So we look at time and service because that's ultimately what helps our customers decide whether they're going to come back to us. Was it easy? Was it fast? And we're a lot faster today than we were a year ago as a result of that. There's a lot of things I'd love to unpack about that, but let me just start with this. So for any of you, you know, that have dealerships, work in dealerships, we know this. When a customer comes in, say for brakes, 
and then you do the MPI and they find three or four additional lines and you go back to that client and say, hey, you also really need to consider these things. They have two questions. What are they? How long? How long and how much? <laughs> how long and how much? Of the two, I want to hear your, your opinion. Of the two, which is the most important? Honestly, think time is how long. Right, sign is the new currency. Right. So the thing that's really interesting is that when you save people time, they're less concerned about the money. That's Have you seen that translate? One hundred percent, absolutely yeah, remarkable. Right. So we get to the customer faster, and you know we don't. You don't want to make a recommendation when the car's been here for two hours, right, or three hours, right. At that point, it's too late, right. You lose credibility. Now, how much longer am I going to have to wait? I've already been here too long as it is, right? So that's critical, and that's made a difference. You also mentioned your technicians. The single toughest position to replace, in my opinion, by a mile, is technicians. Do you agree? 100%. Okay, so one of the things I see all the time is morale is so important. And when a technician, when it's hard for them to get parts, when it's hard for them to find their advisor, by the way, you know, if you want the ultimate Where's Waldo, Go out to a service department and try to find an advisor at their desk. They're never at their desk, right? And, and so I heard a technician, have you seen it boost their morale, improve their level of satisfaction, reduce their, their frustration at work? Yeah, we're fortunate to have a great group of technicians. I mean, they're, they're the best and they just want to work, right? They want to be busy. They want to, they want to practice their, their craft. And when they're standing around, they're waiting, they're waiting in the old way to have somebody bring a stack of repair orders over you know, shift through them, decide what they can do. It's totally inefficient. Now they're clicking a get work button. The, the, the work is already programmed based on their skill set, their certification level. They don't have to wonder, is this the right job for me or not? Right. It's ready to go. And they're busy from the start. So it's, it's been great for them as well. The, le the level and the level of intelligence. I mean, it's one thing to have the transparency and to have the integration, but what you're talking about is a level of literally intelligence built into the product that you just said something that I'll bet you doesn't exist in 95% of stores. That job is handed out based on who's available oftentimes, right? And if you're giving a diagnostic job to a level one, level two tech, it's a problem, right? From a fish standpoint, if I give a level four master tech, you know, a, an easy job, I'm paying 45 bucks an hour when I don't have the margin. So it sounds to me like it's really helped to address that situation. Absolutely. There's a lot of economics behind all of that. Again, we didn't do it to save money. We didn't do it as a cost savings measure, but there has been a lot more efficiency that has led to a much more efficient platform. Well, since you brought up the word money, because that's important to every dealer out there, you know, so since it's been about a year, Doug, probably realized I'm guessing some actual cost savings, let me for starters, toner. Hey, purpose, right? A time scanning deals, you know, think about that because they start out digital now. Sure. So there's probably been, I'm guessing, some cost savings and also gross profit or revenue appreciation or improvement. Is, is that fair to say? It is. And I'll give you one tangible example. Again, not why we changed and not why we ended up here, but we actually had, and then some of you can probably appreciate this, but you know, we for many, many, many years, we scanned our repair orders, right? So we printed them, we scanned them. We actually had a room, right? Literally a room with three employees. And all they did all day was take staples out of repair order, right? And scan these things in. So we had a record and that was, we just couldn't get over that hump. And if there was one reason to find a new platform, that might've been it. And we actually had an intern, we had an internship program 
we had an intern come in for the summer and at the end of the presentation, or excuse me, at the end of the program, they give a presentation. And the, the very first slide on their presentation was a picture of a stapler. <laughs> and they said, no more staples. And I said, you know, I got to have a, you know, a 20 year old student tell me that your, your system is really bad. We got to fix it. So think about how crazy this is. I mean, the little things, it's always the little things, but who would think in a dealership that in terms of everything from morale to profitability to efficiency, that you're getting taken down by a swing line stapler, <laughs> right? I'll bet you that's never come up in a management meeting. Boss, you know what our real problem is? It's, it's not recruiting. It's not retention. It's not cause. It's staples. These staples are killing me. It's crazy. You know, you think about it. It's 10,000 repair orders a month, right? 12 pages per repair. You start probably that's up. So, so what about on the front end of the dealership? What have you noticed? Yeah, I think it's interesting because the timing in the last year, we're in a totally different environment in this business, right? We're, we're, we're in an order environment. We're not in a high end. We're in an extremely low inventory environment in most brands. So customers are ordering cars that are in some cases arriving a year later. In fact, today, very today, we will deliver cars, certain some cars that were ordered in November of 2021, right? So can you, can you imagine? That's the, that's the world we're in. This is not a Ferrari SF9. <laughs> The van. This is a minivan. <laughs> I think we be 50 asked for. So how? So so how does that? Yeah. So we kind of go with the age old, right? Somebody takes a, a deposit on that car 15 months ago, right? That would sit over here on this accounting schedule that was totally separate from the deal, separate from the transaction, right? But with Techion, we've been able to integrate those things. So the accounting flows. The, the, that deposit's going to flow right through the, the deal. We could see how many times. We've been in contact with the customer through that last 15 months. We applied that deposit instantly. It's not something that has to be manually done. So again, a little thing, but we have 10,000 orders for cars, right? So again, little things that add up over volume and, and make a difference. And then, you know, I'm a, you know, I spent 25 years on the dealer side. I'm a former dealer, but I really learned the value of data of having clean data, good data, and data that I can leverage for my managers to provide them insights. So talk to me about the reporting platform side, the analytics part of the side. How has that impacted positively you as a leader, your managers, and then the people on the front line? Yeah, we we turned on Techion Analytics a few months after we made the conversion. And by the way, when on the conversion, there's an opportunity to clean up a lot of that data, right? Because over the years, we've got duplicate, duplicate uh, customer files and just different right things that are, are really inefficient. So that allowed us to do that on the front end. Now our managers are using the, the analytics platform as part of their daily routine. We're all good or bad. We're, it's a competitive business. We're all good or bad by comparison, right? We compare ourselves to different time periods, different competition, and that's it's really aided in that. It made it a lot simpler than you know downloading reports, having people using Excel every day, right? Just a much more modular, modern platform. You know, I've never... In my 42 years in this business, you know, here's one thing you never hear in a dealership. You know, boss, you know, we really need more reports. We don't have nearly enough reports. I really would like to see more reports. It seems to me when I looked at the analytics platform, one of the things that they've done from an innovation standpoint is migrated from reports traditional reports to actually delivering insights. Yep. Have you seen that? Yeah, I think we've all grown up with, hey, let's run another report. Let's, oh, we need a report for that, right? We just need more data. And, you know, now it's all there. It's visual. 
you know, instead of trying to determine what, what is this really saying, right? It's helping us do that with some better, have better insights for sure. So funny, you know what reports do a lot of time at dealerships to me? You, you invent a report because I need to know who to blame. <laughs> I need to know who did this, who's responsible, who I got to talk to, right? But when you have an insight platform, what's really cool is you're not, it's not who, who's to blame. It's here's how to make it better. And, and that's a dramatically different way to look at things. What about the business office? How has it improved their lives? Because the business office is interesting. One of the things I tell my clients, my dealer clients all the time, is I said, you know, when you sell twice as many cars, your salespeople make more, your managers make more, you know, you're celebrating. But if you're working in the business office, all you got was twice as much work, right? You're not, they're not commission-based, you're not bonus-based. Sure. So for them... How has it helped them in terms of efficiency, workflow, that type of thing, eliminating kind of the frustration? Yeah, I think if I look at the business office and I look at really any other department, I think one of the key takeaways I would have, and I think this is good for everybody because everybody has new employees, right? In today's workforce, they don't want to have to come in and learn all the hotkeys and learn all the shortcuts and all the tribal knowledge, right? It's got to be intuitive, right? And so whether it's the business office, whether it's somebody finance, you know, a finance department, service, a service writer, being able to learn the system, we, they can learn Techion in a day, right? And I never say anything bad. We have a lot of great partners. That was not necessarily the case in the past, right? They'd have to learn, you know, who, who wants to hit F8 and to the, what college student, right, even knows what that means, right? So learning the system and, and be able to hire people and feel like, hey, the automotive business is a modern technology business, right? You want to be part of that. You want to be part of this industry. That's made a huge difference. You know, what, there's two things I would love to dovetail there. One is how long does it take for you to get a new employee to a point being competent and proficient? The second thing is in terms of impact on being able to recruit the right people, right? One of the things I find fascinating is when you look at Gen Zs in particular, or even millennials, dealerships across the country have really been challenged to hire those people. But yet companies like Tesla have had no problem hiring those people. Apple doesn't have a problem. Rivian doesn't have a problem. So is it is it really that they don't want to work in the car business? Absolutely not. What it is, is could you imagine being 20 years old, 22, 25, you get out of college, right? You've had a smartphone since you've got out of diapers, right? Everything you've done has been bam, bam, bam. For any of you who've got kids, hand a two-year-old a smartphone, they immediately do this with pictures. It's intuitive. You walk into a dealership and you're greeted by a green screen, right? It's like you're in a museum of technology and you think about how am I gonna spend the next 40 years of my life, right, in a career, that's probably not where they wanna go. And so it sounds like to me, when, you, when you're able to offer them such a, a future-proofed, innovative, intuitive way of doing business, it sounds like it's made a difference. No, 100%. I think we have to use this as, as, as an industry, as, as a competitive advantage, right? There's so much technology that we use that is far advanced from other industries and maybe far advanced from our own reputation over the years as being sort of a you know stodgy business. And we're there. And, and we, these tools like this help us help us advance that. And, you know, on top of that, we have the products, we have the cars, we have EVs, we have fuel cells, we have hybrids, we have, you know, amazing technology in our, in our cars too. So if you put those two together, you know, I think that's a tremendous advantage. It's a competitive advantage. And frankly, 
you know, I think will help us recruit a younger, a younger team member to our business. So in wrapping up, Doug, as we go forward in 2023, it's interesting because if you came on a year ago, I just did a, my latest LinkedIn post, I think from yesterday that I posted, it was titled, what a difference a year makes, right? A year ago, we had 1.08 million units in stock across the country. Today, we have close to 1.9 million units. A year ago, our, our federal interest rate was 1.6. Today, it's four and a half and rising, right? We have all of these used car business was red hot. You sold everything at MSRP or over, and all of that has changed. It would seem to me, I'm interested, you, you came into Tachyon when you had the limiter. It's like having that governor, you know, when you rent a truck and you have that governor that stops you at 58 miles an hour, you, you're leading down. You're leaving up the hill trying to get to go faster. There's nothing you could do. Now the handcuffs are coming off. New car inventory is coming up. We're going to sell four used cars. While a lot of people here are concerned about uncertainty going into 2023, I'm guessing now that you have tech on and you're looking at this additional volume opportunity, something tells me that because of your, your, the fact that you have this innovation, that you're probably excited about this year. Absolutely. You know, we're all excited about 2023. And you know, of course, there are headwinds. Interest rates are higher. Payments are higher. Used car market has its challenges. But you know, we, we have the ability to now scale with this technology, which we haven't. We do it at volume. And we've done it at volume, but we want to do it at, at more volume as you know, availability improves. And you know, I think the, the positive thing for the auto industry at the time we're in is that there's just a tremendous amount of pent up and real demand that hasn't been filled. So if we were going into a different time and we're sitting on a 60 or 70 day supply of cars and interest rates were going up and payments, we'd be, we'd be a different conversation, but I'm very optimistic. Hopefully others are about the opportunities in front of us. And now using this technology at scale, our operations will be more efficient at that volume than they were in the past, not just in sales, but of, of course, in service which is a huge opportunity for Which sounds to me like you literally are going to be able to sell more service, more parts, and more cars without necessarily having to add more staffing because you're able to gain those efficiencies. Yeah, absolutely. The labor, labor costs are extremely high, especially in California where we are. So finding ways to use technology to be more efficient in every aspect of our business is something that we talk about every day. And that will make a big difference for us next year, this year. So last but not least, could you clear something up for people? So there's a lot of dealers. I have had clients and just a lot of dealers that I talk to across the country. I hear things where, you know, they're thinking about Techion, but they said, you know, my concern is, you know, I'm a big store. You know, if I was maybe a small store, I could do it, but I don't think Techion's not ready for a big volume store. It begs the question as I'm sitting next to the highest volume store in the United States, is that a false narrative? Absolutely. I think you need to be ready. Okay. So yes, you should be concerned, not because there's anything, but technology is fantastic, but you have to be prepared on your end. Your team has to be bought in. You have to, you know, go through the prep work and the, in the setups. If the setups are good, it'll be great, right? You should not be concerned at all about the, the platform. We're doing it at volume. We did the transition. The conversion at volume, which was not an easy thing to do, but it was very seamless because we were ready for it, right? That's the difference. You should be concerned in terms of being prepared, get prepared, and you won't have any problems at all. Yeah. I had another post this week. I think you'll appreciate based on what you just said. And my post is your dealer, your dealership is not a Chia Pets. 
So as you wander around the hall, you know, so many dealers are looking for silver bullets, right? Man, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to bring it back. Just add water and oh, man, it's going to grow. Your dealership's not a chia fat. So it means that, you know, you definitely have to be engaged. You have to participate, but please share with us, um, as you were going through that process, talk to us about the support from the Techion team in terms of guiding you through that process. Yeah, I think look, Techion's got a great team here. We're very, very strong partners. You know, work with us very closely. Great communication. I know they've grown a lot as well. And, you know, we've got to do this regardless of the product, regardless of the technology. You have to be hand in hand. There is no silver bullet. Nothing is perfect. You've got to be as engaged as you can on both sides to make it work. Otherwise, you know, we're going to just, you know, put the water on the chia fan and it's not going to grow. So, by the way, Jay announced a new product, two new products yesterday. One of them gives you the ability, gives every single employee in the dealership the ability to give an instant review of the product as they're using the product. We're using that actually. Tell me about that. Yeah. It's so it's, I think they call it sentiment. You want to get the sentiment of, your team because we've all done it. You walk by a service advisor, pick whatever position, and you can just tell, you know, their face says everything to you, right? You know exactly how they're feeling. Yeah, how's it how's it going? Oh, this and okay, what's 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 happening? What's going on? Tell me about it, right? How can we help? And that's you, you may not walk by them today or tomorrow or next week. So being able to have a little place where they can kind of tell you how they're feeling allows us to, whether it's us as managers or or techion to do a quote unquote quick intervention, right? Let's find out what's going on. Because maybe it's a learning opportunity. Maybe there truly is a bug in the software. Maybe something broke overnight where there was an update or whatever, might, whatever the case may be. But knowing about it right now, dealing with it right now. So instead of it being one person that has a, you know, a challenge of sentiment, there's all of a sudden now that you got your 40, we have 40 service advisors over, overnight, right? You have a bigger problem. So, so getting on it, I think it's a great feature. I think our team's using it. And you know, I think it's smart to, to have that and know it's really get the, the direct feedback from your customer. Doug, first of all, would you mind, we might have asked if they have any questions. Sure. Does anybody have any questions for Doug? <clears throat> I mean, here's real world, biggest dealer on the planet, actually using Techion. Uh, do any of you have any questions on how they do what they do? I mean, because, you know, that old expression, if, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. You know, New York City. Well, man, if you could pull that off, in the largest volume dealership in the country, how many advisors? Just the 40? About 40 services. Just 40. So how many salespeople? About 885. Just the 85, right? So, and 550 employees. <laughs> how many cars did you retail last year? About uh, 16, five. 16,000. I have under that. With, with the limiter on. Yep. Well, listen, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to court up by and spend time with us and Wishing you continued success and, and uh, you know, whatever we can do, whatever I can do to help your team, obviously you can count on that, but, but thank you for sharing your experience and, and really just what, how you've been able to use the platform to be able to improve morale, improve recruiting, improve profitability and efficient. Been a pleasure. Of course. Thank you, David. Thanks, Doug. Pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to The David Spizak Show. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now. I look forward to having you back in the room where it happens.